You have to try this. Okay, just a bite. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to Social Takeout. God, that was so loud. <laughs> Small <Yeah>. bites of <laughs> social discussion. Small bites of social discussion. <laughs> I'm Jeremy. <laughs> and I'm Sarai. <laughs> yeah. Today we're talking about our exes. Uh, I was married once before, then mm-hmm. divorced, and now I'm married again. Um, after my divorce and before I met Marcus, I had a really awful time dating and just like a really terrible first marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're here to bitch about our exes <laughs> and hopefully talk about some important issues around dating and relationships. Yeah, so my dating experience, uh, I've had good and bad, but I like to focus on the bad ones because... <laughs> when it's more satisfying. I know, it's so much more satisfying. It feels just like therapy when you just mm-hmm. talk about them afterwards and how sometimes stupid you yourself were, like Absolutely. being in that situation. Yeah. I don't know if it's stupid is the right way or just blind is the other way too. I definitely know that there were there were just like red flag after red flag. And I was like, no, it's fine, it's right? fine. The house is not on fire. You know, like, I can change him. Exactly. Oh my god. He's gonna change oh. for me. Yeah. All right. So but I've had good and bad experiences, but according to Sarai, what you're saying is that all your relationships were apparently bad. I've had horrible experiences dating. But only horrible experiences dating is it just dating i'm talking dating they could be like a month-long relationship too Uh i don't know if you've had those but yeah no none of them were good even that was bad and even when i thought it was going well it wasn't (laughs) but what was bad though like for example with your ex-husband uh oh it's like what wasn't bad um we okay we would buy all of our food separately which so this is when you first met uh, no, like we were living together for maybe eight years before we got married. And oh. during that whole time, plus after we got married, uh, we would buy our food. Separately. Literally, if I knew then, I would be like walking behind you saying, red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. I know. Um, so like all of our food was purchased separately. And so like we split the rent and the bills completely in half, but... See, I for made, me, for some like, reason, splitting the rent is okay, but that's in a okay. nice way. But food, but like, like you buy a grocery store. I made separately? only a tenth of like what he made oh. as a musician, and like I was getting my master's degree. Yeah. So like I should have paid a tenth of yeah. the rent, you know, like if yeah. we were actually making it. It'll equal. show that he cares. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But so like when I would pay like my half of the bills and rent, sometimes I wouldn't have money for food. Mm. And um <clears throat> so instead of just like feeding me he wouldn't let me have any of his food what so even yeah. if you're like sort of asking or whatever he just mm-hmm. wouldn't let you yeah basically um and what so yeah and it's just like i just came up with the weirdest things to justify it like oh well you know he's working out so much and so he has to have like all of his food for like i know it was just bullshit it was just like nonsense he didn't go food he didn't work it out so i have to starve i know it was just like the most ridiculous thing ever um and like i think like we met really young and like i didn't grow up with having a father and i'd never seen my mother in a relationship and 
just like there were no men in my life so there's no up. role model exactly and so i was like this is normal yeah you know oh. uh, and then i didn't realize that it wasn't normal until like all of my other friends started getting in relationships and i was like you mean your husband buys you food? And they were yeah. like, um, girl, what's wrong with you? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, because, but does it feel weird, like, now that he's saying it, that what the fuck was I doing? Yeah, absolutely. It was definitely yeah. just, like, this fear of, like, yeah, being alone, I think. Yeah. And, like, my mother loved her. Like, she did her best, obviously. But, um... She would always say these things to me just because, like, I was I was fat as a kid also, and I'm heavy now. And um, I just remember this one time we were out to dinner, and uh, I was just, like, happily eating my food and just, like, enjoying being in a new city. Like, we were traveling. Mm -hmm. And she says, oh, do you see that woman over there? And there was sort of, like, a chubby woman, and she looked really nice, and it looked like she was on a date. And the guy was talking, and she was like... I just really want you to lose weight so you don't ever have to listen to a man talk like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, you're but never what, what going to... Hear? No, like, he was just talking at her. Like, he wasn't, like, making space in the conversation for her. And oh. so, like, my mom was like, well, she has to put up with it because she's fat. And she doesn't have oh any options. Yeah. You know? So she was like, I want you to have what options. What if he that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, oh. it's just, like, so many problems wrong yeah. with that sentence but like um so i think the thing that i learned growing up was like being fat is so undesirable that you need to like take the first low. exactly yeah. take the first opportunity that comes your way so what about, oh god yeah so yeah. Uh, in a way what something that i've also heard a lot so many times i think a lot of us have mm -hmm. don't settle yeah yeah but mm -hmm. we all sort of settle with thinking i think that's all coming down from uh, what we think of ourselves. Absolutely. And yeah. I had, like, at the time, horrible self-esteem. Yeah. Just really bad. Yeah. Yeah. In my case, like, my first, one of my first relationships, uh, okay, going to a real dark side mm -hmm. right now, like a <laughs> quick turn into Halloween lane. Yeah. It's, um, and it was an abusive relationship. Again, it's also because I just came out. I did have, like, flings with boys, mm -hmm. but it was not, like, a full-blown relationship. My full-blown relationship was in Canada when I moved there in 20... 2009 mm -hmm. um and he was this massive secure club security guy okay and i was tiny you have a type <laughs> no like okay you see my current boyfriend he's not a massive security guard yeah type. i know yeah. it's weird yeah <laughs> anyway but um no because he actually picked me out on the line at the club that mm -hmm. i was actually going into it was a gay club um and so clearly there was a size difference there but eventually towards in the middle of the relationship i remember it started with him saying things that i cannot do mm -hmm. what i wanted to do because i just left music and i'm trying to figure out what i have to do I, this is before i started doing event planning i was a really young kid like 20 years old mm -hmm. and he would say like why do you want to do that uh, and i worked at a call center i hated the job yeah uh, i was like i want to get out of this i want to do my own thing yeah. uh, i want to go back to college He's like, it's not necessary. Like, because I think he felt bad about what he was in life. And yeah. he was like 11 years older than me. Right. And so it's like, if you then yeah. start. He's scared that I will just yeah. fly off in exactly. many ways, I think. It's also because I think they see potential. And they're like, yeah. okay, I need to keep him this Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even when I sang, he'd be like, it's not good enough. Like, he would say, literally say things like that. And then I remember, clearly remember, um, we were both drunk. Mm -hmm. Uh 
we're going home from a party and he pushed me randomly, mm-hmm. just randomly. And I thought it was a joke. Like yeah. he's going to push in place sort of idea. So I pushed him back. But that made him angry. Yeah. And then that turned into him hitting me. I was like, I what remember. And I was like, what the? <laughs> the thing is, like, at that point, you're not even thinking, like, I have to defend myself. It's like you're trying to process what yeah, is what's happening, happening right now. Yeah. But then I remember just making it, like, an excuse for him because he was drunk. Yeah. He was drunk, so obviously he did that. Right. But that he happened. He works out, so he needs all the food. I need to Exactly. Mm-hmm. But that happened, like, three times. And yeah. then I actually finally got out of it. He was like, chasing me down Jeez. yeah i had friends who had to stop him from hitting me yeah. they, they, my friends constantly told me at that point why are you with this guy those are good friends yeah exactly yeah. i don't talk to them anymore but this is a different story <laughs> but <laughs> it was a long time ago they were the friends you needed at that moment. at that moment yeah. yeah exactly but uh yeah but i would just say listen to people around you at the same time too. yeah don't just, i would say yeah. like i was super defensive Okay. See, me too. I was like, you don't know him. Exactly. He's different in front of you guys. He's just really shy. Yeah. I was like, because he was very quiet. He didn't want to get involved with my friends Absolutely. at all. It's almost like he would show his real self. Yeah. Uh, but at home, he's like this wild person. Yeah. So. And so like, because of things like that, like that is very clearly abuse. I'm always hesitant to say that this marriage was like an abusive relationship it was yeah and it's like i know that now but like then i couldn't see it and i'm still like was it really like yeah i should have known better because i think how i process it maybe i'm doing it completely wrong in your case how it was abused is because he's playing with your insecurity yeah so it's almost enhancing that so Mm -hmm. I'm sure he knows you're insecure. Absolutely. Uh, maybe you've told him at some point, I'm a bigger woman, so I just have feel this way. Yeah. Or I'm a singer, so I'm not making enough money because that's a big insecurity for us too. Uh, yeah, because absolutely. We have this talent, we're not going to pay for it. I still have this insecurity, exactly. so especially during Corona. Exactly, yeah. So if he's playing around with that and yeah. saying like, well, you need to do this, he's using that power instead of helping you yeah. and being there for you. Yeah, absolutely. So that is abuse, 100%. Because yeah. it just makes you feel worse. I had this one really great friend, Maria, um, and she's still really, she's just a wonderful person. I love her. Yeah. I, I she, think you told me about her. Yeah. yeah. But she was just like, um, you know, you can always come over to my house to eat. And that was just like all she said because she uh, was like, I'm oh, not that gonna... already sounds very like... Well, she knew that I was not in a place to like hear. Yeah that this relationship was toxic you know but was it like come to my place to eat because you don't have food and he's not feeding you yeah oh Mm -hmm. god that oh (laughs) that itself sounds terrible no i know i know but it didn't to me like i couldn't hear it oh my god yeah Uh, i couldn't see it i didn't want to see it which is which is kind of how i understand how like some white people don't see white privilege yeah. because it's like you don't want to see it. Yeah. You know, it's like you see it and you don't see it at the same time. Yeah. So like I left him and my mom was really unsupportive. Like, For leaving him? Yeah. Didn't your mom know what was happening? Yeah, sure. She'd been there and seen it, you know, like she'd visit us often. Yeah. Um, but she was just like, you know, after you go through like something like this, Usually men make really great husbands, like, you know, they change a little bit, they see they can't, like, do the same things, and, like, you can't actually afford to get divorced, so... Afford meaning, like... Like, you don't have any money, so you need to stay with him. (laughs) 
And mm. I was just like, I would rather sleep in my car. Like once yeah. I got it, I got yeah. it. And I was just done. And I was totally yeah. done before I told him I was finished. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah. So like finally, like things just deteriorated and like we, I had been asking if we could go to counseling for a really long time. And so finally when I was like, look, I'm going to like move out with my friend Maria. Like she said that I can just stay with her. And this is after your marriage, right? Because you were living together for eight years. Yeah, we, we were living together for eight years and then we got married. Yeah. And oh. then we were married for like... How do your friends react to your marriage? They were like, okay, <laughs> Okay, go. she really likes some yeah, punishment. I know. <laughs> so they were... So- they were really supportive of yeah. me and they made sure that I knew that they were supportive of me and anything yeah. I needed and wanted to do. Yeah. Um, but, but did things change after marriage though? Absolutely. And like the process of planning a wedding is what like opened my eyes to how unhelpful he was. No, in sense like him not feeding you, things like that. Or you were buying your... Oh, none of that That changed. didn't change? No, it didn't. So even... Because I'm thinking like maybe the idea that this person is married to me... No. Two become one. Yeah, that's what I was that thinking change, too. Like no. that all of that would change. No, that that didn't. And then like, um, so I paid for everything. You know, I paid for the wedding, I paid for our reception. What? I paid for our honeymoon. Wait, this is the person who's making more money than you. Absolutely. But my family gave me money to Still. pay for the wedding with the understanding that he was going to give me half of it back. Okay. Right. Um, so then we returned and I had, uh, I had maybe like a thousand bucks left, you know, and I was just starting to look for work after my master's program. Yeah. And so then like, I definitely thought like all of those things are going to change. Like we're going to be like a real couple now and Mm -hmm. all of this stuff. And then, um, what I realized that was not going to be the case when I went to like buy groceries and I didn't have any money in my account. And I was like, what happened? And he was like, oh, I had to get my car fixed. So I used your, your card. And he just like used all of my money. Oh God, people can't see my face right now. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, what the actual fuck? And so like that, and then like for taxes, he filed as head of household so in the U.S., like, that means he got a really big tax break, mm-hmm. but then my taxes, I ha- we, we did them separately, but I had to take into account his income since he filed as head of household. Yeah. So then I owed a bunch of taxes, even though he wasn't, like, paying for rent, he wasn't, like, yeah, course, paying yeah. for food, like, yeah. yeah. So once I really saw it, I was just like, oh, I gotta get out of this. So, like, we had a really terrible year of marriage yeah (laughs) and then after that i was like look i'm gonna go stay with maria um and then he was like oh no i'll go to counseling (laughs) you know so i was like oh my meal ticket is going (laughs) i know (laughs) and like i had been asking the whole time like we really need to go to counseling can we please go to counseling so finally like while i've moved out we're going to counseling yeah and it was a christian marriage counselor because she was like the cheapest, like the only one we could afford. That, that you got it? Oh, like both of you together? Yeah. Again, who paid for counseling? Well, his insurance covered it. Okay. Oh, and that was the other thing. He wouldn't put me on his insurance. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. And another thing. It's just like one thing after it, the fucking This other. is like the worst. Uh, yes, absolutely. So, like, we had maybe four or five joint ses- sessions where, like, I would say something and then... Oh, okay. This is like super trivial. Yeah. Um, 
I would get really annoyed that he would leave for work while I was still asleep and leave the front door unlocked. And then when I would come home from like work or classes, I would like call him and say, I'm going to be home in like 20 minutes. And then he would like, I'd get home and like, the deadbolt was on, and like just the whole door was locked, like the 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 chain across the door. Home. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, so you can't get into your exactly, own home. you know. So it was just a really weird. And like we talked about that in therapy, and the therapist was like pointing a bunch of stuff out. And so it's like a form of control. Absolutely. Yeah. And um and so finally she was like, "I gotta talk to you guys separately, okay?" Like. Yeah. Just like a couple of separate sessions. So I go and she's like, I'm a Christian therapist. I do not advocate divorce. I think that anything can be worked out. That said, you need to get a divorce. (laughs) And I don't know why you married this man. Like, she's like, oh. Like, what is wrong with you? Absolutely. Christian therapist? Yes. She was like, run, girl, run. Yeah, so... Oh, my God. Was that, like, eye-opening to you, though? Yeah. So it's, it's almost like a therapist gave up on this person. Absolutely. Because I'm also thinking, because just from his... This was my morbid side coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, from his sort of actions, this could have escalated to just physical violence yeah. even um, because he's being abusive mm-hmm. mentally to you in many ways he's con- trying to control every aspect of your life your yeah. money your access to your own home Absolutely. not putting on insurance so all the protections that you actually mm-hmm. need he's taking that away yeah yeah and then he would have probably even stolen more money from you if you made oh, more yeah. money Absolutely. things like that so Absolutely. and then like yeah like this guy is bad news yeah and then there were some arguments. was he American? Or, yeah, yeah, American, uh, white guy. Yeah. Um, his family did not like me. Okay. <laughs> not Where even are you a from? little bit. Where am I? Um, he was from Berwick, Pennsylvania. That's up in the okay. mountains. It's a coal mining town. Yeah. Absolutely middle of nowhere. I don't actually know if it's a coal mining town. That might be bullshit. You've never been there. Uh, I I went huh, twice. No, I went once. Yeah. I went once. Um, I was so his mother died right when we started dating. I was not allowed to go to the funeral because I'm black and she did not like black people. Oh my god, that should be a first. I know. She was like, Well, like we had been dating for like maybe You're like, Bitch, you're dead. I'm gonna be there. (laughs) I know. We had been dating for maybe 10 (laughs) months when she died, and I was like, Well, like me being there would be for you, like, not. You know, if you don't want me there, then fine, I guess. And he was okay with that. No, he was like, no, I do want you there and I feel really bad, but like, I don't want to put you in this situation. Um, Like uh, people would talk or something. Yeah, exactly. But so like her thing was like, well, if they end up getting married, their children won't be white. And I was like, ugh. And so his dad was such an asshole to me. Like, we went to his dad's house for Christmas one year. Mm-hmm. He called when we were like on the road, said we'll be there in like four hours. Yeah. His dad goes, oh, is Sarai coming too? And he's like, yes, of course she's coming. Like we live together, yeah. lived together for five years. Like, yeah, she's coming. Yeah. And so then we get there and he's like, 
well, we're actually going to my girlfriend's house, but I don't think they're going to have enough food for you, Sarai, so why don't you stay here and and I will go and bring you food back. And so, like, to his credit, like, oh, I'm saying his name. (laughs) To his credit, like, he didn't go. He was like, no, we'll just wait here for you to get back and, like, you know, so we can spend time with you. Um... And so he goes, he comes back, um, and mind you, she lives, like, just around the corner. Yeah. And he's like, oh, there was so much food here, and I brought you a plate. Oh, my God. Yeah. One plate of food for... Yep. That is... Yeah. And so then I would say, well, I don't think your dad likes me. And he says, oh, no, he says he likes you so much. Like, I'm like, yeah. Oh, my God. It doesn't matter. He doesn't act like it. I, that's terrible. I, I'm like, I'm trying to picture myself in the situation how I would act. <laughs> but it's kind of like, is yeah. this really happening? You know? Yeah, but maybe. I, how old were you at this point? I think I was like 25. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you just. I was just like, what the fuck is happening? But you've like, also been black all your life, so yeah. you probably you knew it that well, this was happening. Sort of, but like. And I'd been but called not the that N-word, blatantly. but yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd never been like in a relationship and then had someone treat me this way. Like I was just like it was just like it's all too, new territory for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we could spend the whole episode talking about my ex husband <laughs> and marriage. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So my relationship after the abusive frick mm-hmm. was <laughs> Do you like when I labeled him as? I know. We have a sheet in front of us here, guys. I'm like, they're talking about each person. We're not supposed to use their names. She called this person Big Italian Guy. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain why. <laughs> Pray tell. <laughs> um, he was just from Italy. Uh, this is in Toronto. Uh, I'm not going to tell his name. Um, we started dating. Giuseppe, maybe? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. But... Uh, when I first started dating him, uh, we were just dating. He was nice, but he was sleeping with like everyone, according mm-hmm. to what I know. This is the older guy. He's old. I, all of them are older. Uh, <laughs> I always okay. date older men. Uh, <laughs> and, anyways, um, we got into bed one day, and this is when I started really realizing my sexuality, mm-hmm. <laughs> like what I like, what I don't like, all sure. this kind of stuff. This guy was massive. He was. <laughs> Packing. What do you? Yeah. What do you mean? Why don't you describe this in detail? He has a big dick. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not so much detail. Like either. so big. And to me, I don't know, again, it's very perspective, I guess. But mm-hmm. because I asked Sarai, like, have you ever had like? <laughs> have you? He asked if I had ever had a man who was too big. No, but his penis is also not going in my ass. That is true. Yeah. That is true. But you were also like, what's a big dick? That's not. That's not a thing. Bring them fists over. Oh, God. (laughs) Gross. No. But he was just like so big. Like, I just could not. Like, I hated sex. He made me hate sex for the longest time. And he was so sexually active. Yeah. Not just with me, but with, like, everyone. So then did you, like, feel like sex was a punishment with him? In a way. I felt like I had to have sex with him because that's the way I can keep the relationship. Mm -hmm. Even though I knew he was sleeping with everyone because he would throw these parties... It's a whole bunch of gay uh, boys who look exactly like me. Yeah, and I was like, this is weird. And it was a collection. <laughs> this is weird. You like, you like show up dressed the same. <laughs> What's going on? 
and he's the only one who looks yeah. a little different. I'm like, this is a little odd over here. And they're all flirty with each other too. Uh, it's like they all knew. And I'm like this dumb person who just did not know that. But I knew it in yeah. the back of my head. But I just had to find a way to show it to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I magically found his password. Um, <laughs> Isn't uh, that funny how that happened? No, because I have to tell you this. He's an idiot. Because um, I asked him for his Wi-Fi password one day. But mm-hmm. he, he told me his Wi-Fi password is basically his name and one. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, huh, let <laughs> me try this password on everything. I <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I was like, oh my God, I got into his Facebook account. Oh my God, I got into his email account. Oh <laughs> I even got into his Adam for Adam account, which is like oh a God. dating account. Because he always had a grinder and a yeah. Adam for Adam account. Adam for Adam is like a dating app, a hookup app actually. It shows how many feet away people are from you. Oh, things interesting. Like that. Okay. And I remember telling him, like, you're in a relationship with me. Why are you in this? He's like, it's just curiosity. And I chat with some friends on there. Mm-hmm. Because, friends. yeah, it's like a social media app. You can't app. see my air quotes. Well, I already knew it. That's the thing. Yeah, sure. Um, again, I was really young. I was 23 at this point, I think. Um, and I just wanted a boyfriend because I was in college. Yeah. I went back to college. and um, I understand this feeling. <laughs> and he lived close to my college, so sometimes I could just go crash there. Yeah. So there was a whole bunch of benefits along with it. But yeah, he hated me not like sex. So the next person I met, I was like, how big are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I need much smaller. I need, so sorry. I need to know this. Yeah. But <laughs> you have no idea where I come from. But <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but yeah. You, that was like one of my ex situations where it was very memorable. It was very short. It was only like about seven months. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I left him, I remember he went through this whole situation where he was contacting me constantly mm-hmm. saying like, I miss you. Let's do this. Let's do that. Because I think this is how evil I am. Around the six month mark, mm-hmm. I knew this already. I found pictures. I found all the accounts, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And the last month, I was like, I need to really hurt this man before I How leave. How many months after you found that were you together? Uh, one month. So okay. that last one month, mm-hmm. I was the nicest boyfriend ever. I would go yeah. cook for him. We would mm-hmm. go to the symphony. Just so we took a trip that. together. Mm-hmm. All this kind of stuff. Allowed him to do anything to me sexually. Oh <laughs> everything. This guy was so in love. And I remember still going on his account. He was like, oh, he hasn't logged in. Uh-huh. And so and so. He hasn't messaged these people. All the messages are not being replied to. Mm-hmm. All this. So he was really starting to fall in love, I think. And then one day, bam, I'm done. <laughs> he was crushed. Yeah. I know this sounds a little Good. evil, right? <laughs> but, no. That sounds appropriate. But it was actually on purpose. God but, help my husband. But, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, he's in a good relationship now. He actually messaged me recently saying, congratulations, you're back in music, all this kind of stuff. I was like, yeah. dick. That's the first thing that goes <laughs> through my head. Literally, big yeah. dick. But uh, <laughs> literally, he's like, hello. And I'm in my head, I'm like, ouch. <laughs> uh, no. No, but yeah, that was like my second okay. relationship. Yeah. So I guess uh, a bad one too. Yeah. Over here, it says you had an ex-fiance too. This is not the same guy. No. Oh, you were engaged <laughs> afterwards as well? Yeah. Well, sort of. Well... What is sort of? Okay. <laughs> you're either engaged or you're not engaged. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. So, like, so after I, like, move out of our flat and then living with Maria, like, I promptly get on dating websites. <laughs> okay. Like, you like, swipe, 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 exactly. swipe, swipe, <laughs> swipe. Um, 
met two guys. One this of them. Is, but you're still married, though, right? Huh? You weren't even divorced at this point. Correct. Yeah. But I, we were separated, and I was like, good enough. Um, everyone. <laughs> and I was a friend. Like, yeah. I told my ex husband, I was like, look, we're separated. I'm gonna start and you have dating. All the right to, he's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and and I told everyone yeah. that I was like dating. Like yeah. I'm separated. Yeah, yeah, I'm married. We're probably gonna get a divorce. Um, so I met two guys. One guy ended up being friends with benefits, and then the other guy I ended up like really falling in love with, and just Aww. like, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. who I say is my ex fiance, and I say this because he never proposed. He didn't have a ring. But he did like he started calling me his partner, and he okay. started and he asked if I would move to Paris with him. And Wait, is he French? He's French. Okay, and he was visiting. Where he were you was, at this point, in Pennsylvania? He was no. a um, a visiting fellow at Princeton. Okay. So um, an academic, a scholar, um, professor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely my vibe. Yeah. <laughs> so unattractive. Like, really? Wanna, yes. Like, oh my God. Let me find a picture for you. Um, I will take 20 minutes finding this picture. I don't care. Um, he was taller than me. Yeah. He was Which very smart. Which is your type, too. He was. He wasn't bad looking, but he had a lazy Let eye. Let me make, be the judge of that. Show me the picture. He had a lazy <laughs> eye. And, um, yeah. and he's the one who, who emails me every, every... Oh, yeah. The guy who actually likes to get back months, with you. Like, yeah. hey, what's up? I'd love to see you. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. So wait. So you guys met uh, in Princeton. Yes. And then you dated for how long? We dated... So like we met, let's say, in February... We dated until July in person, and then I went to Utah for like a, um, uh, uh, I had a job, like singing, so, yeah. and then um, he came to visit me in Utah, and then he was like, I don't know if we should see each other, and then Wait, I got, what? yeah. So he, he just <laughs> visited you in yeah. Utah and said, I don't know if you should see you anymore? Exactly, and I was like, what? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Are you yeah. stupid? And, um... And so then, like, when I got Why back though? to, he was just, what did he say? He said that if we were going to, like, be a long-lasting couple, we would have had to go through some sort of hardship by this point, and we hadn't. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, you the hardship stupid. is there in the long-distance yeah, relationship. Yeah, I know. I was like, could this be the hardship that you're being a fucking idiot? <laughs> Um, and so then, like, when I got... You're like, there, we have right, one now. I was like, there we are. Um, so then when I got back to New Jersey, I was like, you're an idiot, you're still my boyfriend. How um, old is this guy, though, for even saying something that stupid? He was, like, 36. Okay. Yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah. Um, and so then, then everything was fine, and then he was like, okay, I got a job in Paris, and you should come live with me. But were you like full-blown like a girlfriend-boyfriend situation or were you just like sort of seeing each other? Well, that was never like really discussed but then oh, yeah. all of a sudden he started calling me his partner oh. and like, I'm like, that means wife. <laughs> so... Or business partner. No, yeah, no. Bed partner. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. So just like to correct the timeline, yeah. we dated for a year in Princeton and yeah. then I went to Utah for the summer program and he came and was like, Things are too perfect. We need to break up. 
I know. And so then I get back to... Is that too perfect? We need to break up. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I get back to New Jersey and um, I'm like, are we still broken up? And he's like, no, obviously not. Yeah. So then we're back together and then he's like, you should come live with me in Paris. You shouldn't come live with me in Paris. You should definitely come live with me in Paris. Well, you should come live with me in Paris for as long as you want and then come home. Like, yeah. And I was like, what? I don't understand. And so then he started calling me his partner, which to me means wife. And like we had this conversation. I was like, you can't just call me. Like we've had the, we had this conversation like repeatedly. I was like, you can't just call me your girlfriend without like having that conversation with me. And mm-hmm. he's like, but you are my girlfriend. <laughs> so like, he did mention that you're a girlfriend. Yeah, okay. exactly. But do, do you think it's also a French thing maybe? Like I don't they know. just like very like immediately no attached. I don't know. I don't know. Cultural to be thing. honest, like yeah. just to show one of my prejudices, yeah. like he completely turned me off of French people. Like <laughs> if you're a French person, you have to be exceptional <laughs> for me to How even about be French like Canadian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe I don't know. It, it could go either way. So we were long distance for like I think ten months. This is not. This is after he moved to Paris. No. No, this is before. during when okay, he cool. moved to Paris. Okay. And so he, we were like long distance for a while, and but we were talking every day and like FaceTiming and Skype sex and. Um, but I was like, whoa. That's yeah, amazing. and it was fine. Like, yeah. but it was with this understanding that I was going to come to Paris at some point. Yeah. To visit, and so I go visit. The visit was terrible. Okay, like. So you visited him mm-hmm. just to visit or do you actually move at this point? No, just to visit. Okay. Like just to like see is this relationship still something that I want? Yeah, like, and if you like the place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I had never been to Paris before. Yeah. I'd been all over but not there. Yeah. Because um, I don't speak a word of French. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I go and visit. It's a terrible trip. Yeah. He's working the entire time. I had a list of like seven things I wanted to do. We didn't do any of them. Like uh, touristy stuff. Like, let's go see the Sacre Coeur on mm-hmm. this heart, on this um, mountain, like the Sacred Heart Church, okay? Mm-hmm. Probably I said that wrong in French, whatever. Um, and I think so too. like, shut up. <laughs> shut up, Jeremy. No one asked you. <laughs> We're going to edit that out. So I asked to see the Sacred Heart Church, like, on this hill. And it was really beautiful. Yeah. Um, he, I wanted to go see the Eiffel Tower, obviously. I wanted yeah. to go to the Louvre. We did go to the Louvre. We got into a big argument. Why? <laughs> Just because, like... At the Louvre. Yeah, at the yeah. Louvre. Um, because everything's in French, and I don't speak French, and so I wanted him to translate everything for me, yeah. and he did not want to do that. Oh. And... He really hated, so I have celiac disease and I cannot eat bread. Oh my God. And he, I know. And he hated that. And so every morning for breakfast, he would take me to some bakery where I couldn't eat anything. And I was just angry the entire time. It was a horrible trip. It's so like, here's all the things you can't eat. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to eat something in front of me. So like the last day on the trip, I was like, do you like still want to keep dating? Like this trip was horrible. And he was like, no, like I love you. And this was just, you know, a yeah. really bad time because grading and blah, 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 and like I promise I will come and visit you next month mm-hmm. fine um, so he comes the next month and we we live together while he's visiting and I don't know At your just, place. no we he was basically 
um, visiting to do like a series of lectures or mm-hmm. like some conference or something. So we lived in an apartment on the Princeton campus. Mm-hmm. So then um, the first night that I moved all my stuff there, I don't even remember what he said, but it just like enraged me and I like grabbed my computer and I was like, I'm leaving. Like, the first night fuck you. Yeah. yeah. And so then he like, Runs after me. Like, it was just all so fucking dramatic. And, like... I feel like he loves drama. Yes, he definitely does. Because But who comes and tells you, like, after breakup, everything is perfect? I know. (laughs) I was like, what? Um, And so then, like, he talks me back into the place. And, like, he's there. Like, at this point, he's already asked me to come live with him in Paris. And then, like... And then, uh, so I had a church job, so he came with me to my church job on, on a Sunday, and then, like, on the way to the church, he was like, I don't think you should move in with me in Paris. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> 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 and then, like, the next week, it was like, definitely you should move in with me. And then it was like, well, you can come to Paris whenever you want and, like, stay with me however long you want. And I'm like... But that's not a relationship. I know. I'm just like, what is happening? It's so so confusing. So then finally it was like, yes, you're going to move to Paris, but, like, not immediately. Again, this is that person behind you walking red flag. I know, I know, I know. Absolutely. (laughs) And I was just like, I was, like, literally so focused on, like, trying to get my singing together, trying to make sure I didn't, like... So I was homeless for a little bit after I left Brian, like... Like when you were living with um, Erica? Maria. Maria. But yeah, like I stayed for a week in my car. And then then, um, she was like, oh my God, you can't do that anymore. Please just come stay with us, you know? Uh, And so like I was working six jobs. I was like focused on my singing. I was really trying to just like make sure that I was financially secure. So it was just like he was doing all of this shit and like... In the moment, it was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, Mm -hmm. why is he acting like this? But then, like, there would be such long periods of just, like, chill and tranquility and just, like, going to conferences and, like, meeting all of these interesting people and, like, really Mm -hmm. finally being with someone who's, like, intellectually stimulating because my ex-husband was, like... He's an idiot. Sorry if you're listening. You are not very smart. Um, Sorry. Um, My ex husband and I are sort of friendly now, but we're not friends. After Um, this podcast, though, (laughs) (laughs) you aired it all out. Anyway, so the French guy, I get rid of all of my shit, okay, in preparation to move to Paris. Like, so I gave myself a month in Paris, and then I was coming to Berlin for another month, and then I was going to spend the Christmas month and New Year's month with he and his family, mm-hmm. and then we were going to... So his family knows about you and everything. Exactly. Okay, like, cool. I'd met his parents yeah. already. Cool. Um, and so At after least. that, like, four-month period of time of, like, being with each other every day, like, we were going to figure out our relationship and see, yeah. like... Exactly. It's like a struggle we trying to make this relationship yeah, work. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, I don't know. And then, like, before I got to to Paris for that month, like, he started just acting super shady and, like, dodging my calls. And our conversations went from, like, two hours to ten minutes. And mm. so I was like, are you cheating on me? <laughs> you know? And he was like, no, I'm not cheating on you. And blah, da, 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 da. And I was like, no, I know you're cheating on me with this specific person. And he was like, How? no. Because he had mentioned her before. It was his TA. Oh, God. And um, 
And just the way he talked about her, I was like, he has a crush on her. And I was like, it's okay if we have, like, crushes on other people who are long distance. But, like, we need to be honest about it and, like, just be really honest about our feelings. And he was just, no, 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 no. I would never do that. And I didn't do that. And you're crazy. Impossible. Exactly. (laughs) It's impossible. And you're crazy. And don't ever say that. Like, you know, just like. And I was like, okay, but... (laughs) You disappeared for like three days, and then now all of our conversations are ten minutes instead of two hours. Yeah, so because like, it's clear, yeah, signs. Absolutely, and there's something called instinct, exactly. intuition. So, yeah. so finally, like, I get a hold of him like a month before my trip, and I was like, "Do you even still want me to come?" Like, yeah. And this is where your tickets, everything are booked. Yeah, I know, but like, I could just get a hotel in Paris and like stay in Paris for a month, like you know, or an Airbnb or something, like. Mm And then come to Berlin and, mm-hmm. or I could just cancel everything and get my money back. Yeah. Like it was still possible. Yeah. Um, so then he was like, yes, of course I still want you to come and I'm really sorry. It's just like so much stress that I'm under. And like, so he was a scholar in the field of nuclear disarmament. So like, oh, obviously yeah. like really important, like yeah. going constantly to Israel to like, give talks and so like I understand that his job was really stressful and so Mm -hmm. it's like of course I'm going to give you like some leeway with that but Mm -hmm. like yeah but at the same time don't just completely ignore the person exactly and I was like you can't like take away all the things I like about our relationship and And you're moving to a different continent for this person so I mean (laughs) so so you have sell all my stuff I have two suitcases full of things and that's like all of my possessions in the world Okay, told my landlord, like, look, I can't, (laughs) you know, I'm moving out, basically. They were totally cool with it. I gave my car to my friend to, like, just hold on to. Mm -hmm. So I arrive in Paris. He picks me up at the airport. We go back to his flat, which, like, while I had been visiting before, we went and looked at flats and, like, he was like, okay, we're going to go buy your piano tomorrow, like, all of this stuff. And so, like, I was jet-lagged. I couldn't really sleep. He's sleeping. I get up. I go to the computer, and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that inner voice. I know. That inner voice is check his email. <laughs> you know? Check yeah. his Skype. Yeah. And so... <laughs> so what did Survive find out on her ex's computer? We'll find out on the next episode of Social Takeout, Access Part 2. And if you can't wait for a week to find out, you can also go on a Patreon page, Social Takeout, and, you know, check us out over there as well. Actually, be our Patreon crew. We would love to have you there. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media. On Instagram and Facebook, it's at Social Takeout. See you then. Okay, bye.